I'm Tara Lake, and this is The Tara Lake Show. Thank you so much for joining me for this season conclusion of The Tara Lake Show. I appreciate your taking the time to join me on this journey, a special eight-episode season. And as the project closes, I'm thinking about dreams, the ones we have for ourselves, for our families, for our nation, and for this planet we call home. During the season, I shared stories that inspired my interest, my admiration, and my concern. And looking ahead, I've been thinking about our pathway towards solutions. How do we envision our world evolving and what part do we want to play? I'm thinking about this in terms of the stories I plan to bring my friends and listeners, people like you who care about where we are headed and what we can do at this very critical juncture in our history. As we stand in the center of a swirl of events related to our health as a world population, the difficult decisions demanded by our political realities, the circumstances of the climate and questions about how we will live together as neighbors, I get the sense that many of us are looking for ways to step up into more meaningful connections with our communities. This may mean engaging in leadership, highlighting successes in our cities and towns, or asking questions that may make us uncomfortable but need to be addressed. These are conversations I'm hoping to continue. When we dare to dream, we can face the most difficult of circumstances without losing hope. We can face down social inequity, political injustice, and economic uncertainty with dignity and strength. We can find solutions within our families, our social structures, and our religious communities. And we can build a new and more just reality. Many of us may be experiencing hard times, but we and our ancestors have been through hard times before. The Great Depression, for example, was a bleak time for all Americans with ripples felt around the world. For African-Americans, the circumstances were even more dire, as a racial caste system, political segregation, and racial violence created a society in which African-Americans had among the worst odds for survival in the nation. Across the nation, other cultural communities, including Indigenous Americans, Latino Americans, and systemically disenfranchised people of various backgrounds, also suffered disproportionately. Yet, African-Americans faced unique challenges. Still, African-American communities kept dreaming, kept strategizing, and took drastic action to ensure their survival. As I've been focusing on the efforts of women this season, I'll share the work of three inspirational women who demonstrate the power of women's activism and leadership in the hardest of times. In Columbia, South Carolina, Dr. Matilda Evans, who had graduated from the Women's Medical College of Philadelphia in 1897, opened the Columbia Clinic in July 1930 with a line of over 700 patients at the door. She did so to combat the inequities of a medical system that refused to admit or serve African-Americans for routine or emergency care. Evans galvanized African-American doctors, parents, churches and community leaders to serve patients in her clinic, despite the impact of the Great Depression. In her career, she would found two hospitals, 
a nursing school, and a medical association. In June of 1930, Fanny B. Peck, an activist and first lady of Bethel African Methodist Episcopal Church in Detroit, fostered the founding of the Detroit Housewives League, using tenets of economic and cultural empowerment for African-American women to give African-American families the tools needed to survive the Great Depression. The organization grew to 10,000 women in Detroit by 1934 and then spread to cities including Baltimore, Chicago, New York City's Harlem, and Durham, North Carolina. Even in the field of labor, African-American women continued to make strides despite the danger of being fired or ostracized in one of the worst economic downturns in history. At the I.N. Vaughn Tobacco Company in Richmond, Virginia, Louise Harris, known as Mama to many, headed up a series of walkouts in 1939 to protest poor conditions and wages aimed at African-American women who worked in the tedious position of tobacco stimmers at the factory. Harris did so after securing the support of at least three Congress of Industrial Organizations union affiliate groups. In the hardest of times for our nation and for so many communities, Dr. Matilda Evans, Fanny Peck, and Louise Harris did not give up on the dreams of equitable access to medical care, sustainable African-American families and communities, or the right to working conditions that were safe, fair, and inclusive. Human beings are resilient, and despite the unprecedented realities of our current circumstances in 2021, or even all that we've experienced since 2020, we too have reason to dream, to plan, and to build a world worthy of our future. So, listener, what are you dreaming of? What kind of world would you like to build? No matter when you're hearing this episode, in 2021 or 2025, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email or a voice memo at taralikeshow at gmail.com or please visit www.taralikeshow.com and drop a comment. I'd like to share a story with you. This week found me on the road. I was looking forward to a day of interviewing new friends and asking them about their dreams. But then I encountered a woman in her 70s. When I asked her about her dream at a rest stop somewhere near the border of Virginia and North Carolina, she answered, my dream is to get to my doctor's appointment in Alexandria, Virginia. I slept here last night and now my car won't start. As we began problem solving around her dilemma, it became clear that she was experiencing housing insecurity and significant health concerns. And that discussion changed my plans and altered my mission for the day. And that is perhaps the lesson for dream builders. But sometimes, in order to make our dreams come true, we have to have the courage to share them. Often, dreams are realized when we dare to ask for help or to work in partnership. So let's share our dreams and aspirations for our future, our families, and our planet. What kind of future are you committed to creating? There's still reason to dream. There's still reason to hope. There's still room for fierce 
optimism. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Again, you can email me at taralakeshow at gmail.com or drop a comment via the contact page at taralakeshow.com. I'll leave you with the dreams generously shared by my new friends, Mr. Jameson and Ms. Brittany, whom I met somewhere along the southern border of North Carolina. You'll also hear from Ms. Brittany's friend, who joined us in conversation via phone. Until next time, be safe, be well, and be happy. Keep dreaming and keep making those dreams come true. I say pretty much for myself and my family. Of course, like I say, everything could be pretty much, everybody can be well off and you know, so, you know, nobody have to struggle about nothing, paying no bills, nothing, just wish, like I say, pretty much you know, well, well off and you wouldn't have to worry about, hey, try to live day by day or something other, hey, trying to worry about, hey, you got to pay this bill, that bill, and you know, go on there. Everybody can find peace within themselves, and maybe everybody, the world could be more peaceful. A lot of people struggle, and that's a lot. You have a lot of angry people running around in the world. So I wish everybody could just be happy. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the show. Please reach out at taralakeshow.com. That's taralakeshow.com. I'm your host, Tara Lake. Thank you so much for listening to The Tara Lake Show. 